you grew up and they mad because you trying to be somebody they mad because you trying to be somebody i'm trying to be a doctor and they mad look what they did to me look what they did to me for no reason they don't beat me up i'm 30 years old they gonna beat me up grown-ass niggas try to beat me up grown-ass niggas try to beat me up for no reason look at me i'm not a bad person y'all know that y'all know i'm a good person and they try to do this to me Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever digital platform that you are choosing to listen to podcasts on, whether that be Apple, SoundCloud, Google, YouTube, Amazon, or whatever it is that you do on Spotify. Please go and do that. Football is back, officially. Sort of. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was an eye roll that you did not receive <laughs> via this audio journey. Because I just don't get the whole Thursday. A Thursday should be abolished. Uh, I, I don't like Thursday games. It's First. weird having an NFL game on a Thursday and then you have college kind of like sandwiched in the middle. So I was like, yeah, that Thursday game is just weird to me, especially now that you want to do it all season. It's just, uh... but nobody <sighs> asked me, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, damn, that was rude. You're right. You're, you're <laughs> yeah, just, just lazy. Just one of them lazy days, man. Got some food in my stomach. Well, yeah. Anyways, man, enough about me. Not gonna talk about football. Let's let you carry the show today, sir. What's on your mind? Oh, you're going to put the show on my back today? Oh, yeah. I'm putting it on your back, man, because you had a very interesting week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the, what the hell did I do? This nigga don't even know what he did. Yeah, man. I was in I, I was in New York last week. You know, took took the long weekend and, and went, went, went to the big city, the Big Apple, as they call it. Why is it called the Big Apple? Look, don't get me to lie. <laughs> No, how was the how was it overall? Because you know I've never been to New York, really. Uh, don't have any plans on going, but yeah. Oh, overall it was dope. Like I I love a New York trip, like I love a Vegas trip. Give me seventy two hours, and then you know get me out of there. Like I, I hit I hit my high points. I got my slice. Got to get got to get that New York slice. Um, took what the is what transit. is a New York slice of an apple? Pizza. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you come, you coming at me weird today, sir. <laughs> What's so special about their pizza, though? I mean, I mean, just, just, it's just kind of like a regional thing. Like you, you have your New York versus your Chicago all the time, and so yeah, what's the, what, the is the, pizza, what is the New York version? I, 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 I mean, I mean, your your New York version is just like a, a big thin slice, you know. Nothing, nothing. You know, like Chicago's the deep dish capital. You know, you go to Chicago for the deep dish. New York, you go for the the thin foldable slice that you get from, um, I think we went to Joe's, I think the name of the place was. And this is like a landmark? I don't think it was a, I don't think it's a landmark. I think there are numerous like, oh, this is the pizza place you, you go to when you're in New York. It might be one of them, but uh, how it much? was just uh, 275 Damn, it's not bad. No, no, just get you, get you, get you one slice. That's all you need. I didn't it's even need. 
I didn't, yeah, I didn't eat, eat any of the street meat. You know, miss, miss me on that. What is my, street meat? Like those hot dog vendors and and everything. That's, but what I do appreciate about New York is that they have like their sanitation scores in the window. And so, like you can you can see, okay, y'all got graded an A in sanitation. Cool, whether you bought it or you earned it, it it's there. I said, went and bought a couple places that had some B's, and I was like, yeah, I see why that is a B. I see why that is a B. And this is in regards to the rats and shit, right? I I would I would imagine because you 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 just see rats in the street playing tag, like you you just you just can't get avoid that. So you know that it's just it's just a part of their life. It's just right. a part of their life. Like nobody flinches. Well, tourists flinch, but New Yorkers is like, hey, I got, I got places to be. Get the fuck out of my way. I can't be late for this train. It's the weekend. They're on the weekend schedule, so if I miss this one, I gotta wait another twenty minutes for the next one, and then I'm just gonna be late. So you're not gonna let that rat bother you. You're not gonna let that rat bother you at all. Damn. Did you gotta... flinch? Nah, I've been to New York a couple of times. So okay, I, so I knew, the first I knew time you went. Yeah, I've first time I was like, they, have you seen Ninja Turtles? I have. <laughs> I have. God, don't. That big. That big. They're like cats. Master Splinter size rats. Like just going on about their business. Yeah, because they don't they don't flinch either. <laughs> it's like <laughs> fucking clearly. Nigga, I see you every Tuesday. Nigga, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> wow. That is that is that's interesting and disgusting at the same time. Yeah. But but of course the, the coup de gras was was going to the, the Brooklyn Public Library and seeing the Jay Z exhibit. So was, how did that, that even come about? Because I'm gonna be honest with you. When I first heard about it, I was like, I don't get it. What's going what is what is what's going on? I think it, it I think it had a so so since New York claims to be the birthplace of hip hop, so basically any kind of fifty years of hip hop celebration is really kind of funneled through New York, which is something I got an issue with because yeah, it might have been the birthplace, but you know, I I consider you know the South to have a very high influence on rap music, especially the Houston area. You know, when we get to DJ Screw, when you got screwed music and and everything like that, like that's 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 a monumental part of hip hop too. That was in the exhibit. It was not. Okay, so explain this exhibit. Was it a Jay Z exhibit or a hip hop exhibit? The exhibit is is strictly Jay Z. Okay, and it was just for what thirty days or something. Uh, I think it's a, it's been a little longer than thirty days. I know it ends next month. Okay, it? so or at the end of this month, whatever they what however they do it. I know it says October, so I don't know like through October or October one, we taking this shit down. I don't know. And this is the New York Public Library, the Brooklyn Public Library, Brooklyn Public Library. Okay, yeah. And so, like, it just, it just is like, all right, here's, we're going to talk about albums. So, you know, chronologically, here's, you know, the album history. Here's a mock-up of the Blueprint 3 album cover. Here is um, a replica of Baseline Studios that they built to record a lot of the classic albums that came out of Rockefeller. Then you get a lot of, you get the, you see the Grammy trophies and you get a lot of pictures. You see some, you know, vintage cassette desk disc where it's like cassette tapes where it's like all right you know this is where we recorded whatever song this is this is the original of this and a lot of pictures and memorabilia and a couple of videos and stuff like that but 
It was pretty dope. I think we were there a good three hours checking it out. That's a long time. That is a long, a long time, especially from somebody who doesn't, you know, typically partake in, in museum kind of things. But when this is something that I, I had a lot of interest in. So I was like, I was reading everything, looking at everything. God told me not to touch the glass, all this other bullshit. So, I mean, it was it was dope. You're not a museum guy. I didn't know that. I'm not really a museum guy because like I like I, I look, but I, I don't sit there and like, ah, let me take this in and, and see how it makes me feel. Well, yeah, I, I, I definitely can, I can see you not doing those things, but I just thought that you just probably would like music. I mean, I'll, I'll go. I, I, I don't mind going oh, and, and seeing, you know, checking things out. But I'm, I'm it not has to be an oh. interest for real, for real, for you. Exactly. Jay Z exhibit. Because oh, like even it. even in Charlotte, I went to the African American History Museum. I actually went a couple times, and because you know they had like rotating exhibits, and it's like, oh, okay, this is cool. But at the same time, it, you're you're doing very niche kind of kind of exhibits, which I get to bring awareness. But also, you can you know educate some people deeper on the the areas that they already are familiar with too. So I mean, but again, nobody asked me. So I'm asking you. Well, you're nobody. So uh, touche. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So what was the what was the main takeaway? I mean, in those three hours, like. Is there something you didn't know or something that kind of blew your mind? Uh, it's a lot of, I mean, I'm not going to say I, I was informed of some stuff that I didn't know. Um, probably some more of the, um, is the word philanthropic? Or did I just make that up? No, that's the word. Okay. I'm His charitable that. efforts. Charitable efforts. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those, but you know, at the same time, like, the music is the music, you know, seeing the pictures, you know, him, Nipsey Hussle, you know, and I'm trying to explain to the people I'm with. I'm like, all right, here's 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 Jay-Z and here's UGK. What Jay-Z is to New York, UGK is to Texas, basically. And it's like, oh, OK, got it, you know, kind of thing. But I mean, you know, and, and it, I think the first Jay-Z's first album came out, he was like 26 and he's in his 50s now. And it's just kind of like, you know, that whole nothing to something mentality of, you know, where you'll see the interviews where he says, well, what well, people said, oh, you know, you can't do that. And, you know, and I was like, why not? Maybe you can't do it, but there's nothing stopping me from doing, it. you know, like those little motivational jabs that they put in there to make you feel that anything is possible and stuff like that. But I appreciate stuff like that. You know, like when I tell people they go, they go to Lakewood and, and these other mega churches that, you know, sometimes you need a motivational speech. You know, it wasn't a bad little motivational speech he was getting off. And it was music playing the whole time? Uh, no, not really, since it was, like, they still had regular library shit going on. God, got you. So, so you're not in there just, just making up a whole lot of noise. So when whenever, like, if there was a place that was playing music or it was kind of closed off or, you know, you had to put on some, some headphones that who the fuck knows has put on to listen to them shit, so. What was the charge to get in? It was free. Pretty just make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So Traffic. It was a, I mean, it's it's New York. But as far as I guess I guess since the exhibit's been up so so long, you didn't get a lot of a lot of lines there. Like we we just walked right in and it could go straight from exhibit to exhibit with no um no issues. Um shout out shout out to one and Kim for getting me the the library card because they had limited to only locals and 
luckily I know some locals that hooked me up with a library card. So appreciate that. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you got to 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 check that out, man. It's it was it's, cool. it's, it's pretty dope to be able to say, oh man, if the, you know, I want to check this out and and be able to go do it. Yeah, yeah, Instead for sure. Like, man, I wish this would have been in Texas or been in Houston. I could have went over there and seen it. It's like, no, you know what? Let me get on a plane and go do this and and see this because I want to and I can. Yeah, yeah that's so that, that that was that was really dope. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Um, it's it's nice to have. I wouldn't even say a passion like that, but you know, it's cool when somebody has something that they're interested in, and like you just said, they're able to go about it in the way you did. I I just know who you personally are a, a Jay-Z head, and there was no way you were gonna let this go by, you know, from from you know, from me knowing you, it, it only makes sense. Yeah. I feel I feel like there is not like there there is a lot of things out there that I know people like, but I don't think they would go to that extent of getting up like you did to go do it. I don't even think there are Beyonce fans that would that would do something like that. Cause I, I know we talk about like the price of concert tickets these days. They're ridiculous. I, so I honestly don't see how people go to them these days. This probably came out to be cheaper than going to a modern concert. That's crazy. To take to take a flight to get a hotel and to to see that it probably came out cheaper than the modern modern and the, and the experience is the experience is way different. Not saying it's better, but it's way different. It's it, it's it a is, lot it more. It's a lot. You you, I feel like you definitely walk away with more memories. Well, in what you, versus, in what yeah. you did versus just going to a a, a ninety minute concert. I, I'd have to agree. But hey, no knock on people that. Spend twelve, thirteen hundred dollars to go to a concert. To hold up their phone the whole time. Do what you feel. Always. If if you love what you do, do what you feel. Always. But uh, enough of that. Enough of that. Like I said, you had an interesting week. There's not much I can talk about. I mean, I mean, you always have an interesting week. But do you think so? I, I I think so, but. I appreciate that, but but you 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 keep your you keep your stuff low key, and and I appreciate that about you too. Hey, I'm just a, I'm, I'm I'm chilling, man. This, you this always week is, chilling. This week has been pretty chill, though. Not no lie. Um, I'm trying to think what what was the most interesting thing that I that I went well. It's been a, been a pretty chill week. I I think I don't even really think I had any. Uh, mind blowing conversations, except the conversation I had with you about you know charging into the game. I feel like that that stuck in my head because it's a funny conversation. It's one of those conversations where you start, you sit there, you start thinking about phrases, you start thinking about everyday sayings and all kind of things, and you realize, man, we let a lot of shit slide that does not make any sense. I mean, you know, because <laughs> because you don't think about it. Yeah, you just, like it just you just take it. It is what it is. All right, cool. Keep moving. But then it's like when you really stop and think about it, it's like, wait. Hold up. <laughs> I just said that in multiple ways. And what am I really saying? And what am I really saying? Back back to the well, you can't have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> Goddamn, I can. <laughs> I come, I come, I can't when I can. Shit, we gonna see. Let's test that theory out. 
you know, apples to oh, oranges. Oh, but uh, what, 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 what? I kind of want to talk about this, but I don't want to talk about it because I don't have all the facts about Brick Girl. Brick Girl is a part of a phenomenon that we talk about amongst ourselves a lot. And I feel like Keith had the perfect word for it when he said attention farming. Um, you know, I call, you know, I don't, not me personally, but clout demons, attention whoring, attention farming, um, the, the, the lengths that with people go in order to go viral, to get, um, to get clicks, to get likes, to get internet validations from strangers. So many ways to look at it. Um, it's a sickening, it's a sickening thing that's going on right now. And I've been saying it for a while now, more than likely when you're watching something that goes viral on the internet, it's 90% chance it's a skit. I don't think anything is real anymore. I mean, even, you know, the motherfucker in the back of the plane is not real. Like, it's just just weird. It's, It's just because now I'm in the position where every time I see these things, I'm like, who was the first person to post this video? And why did that person get enough clicks to get this to a million views or whatever? Like, why? Because if I post an interesting video, and like really interesting amongst 30 or 40 people that really, really like this, this video is crazy. There's a good chance that at best 200 people are going to see it. Yeah. But how does the internet specifically push something to the point of a million views. And when you really look at it, it's like, is this really interesting? Is it really? No, it wasn't. But because we never seen that motherfucker that's not real. Like we never seen him. To this day. So like it's like the whole thing, like when the person that had diarrhea on the on the airplane, like that went viral, but like you never see the person. You just see an aisle full of shit. I didn't see any of that. Good, because you don't want to see an aisle full of shit. I didn't want to see an aisle full of shit. You clicked Since on it. I didn't even click on it. It's, it's, when, when, when you're when you're on the, the X app, it's just there in your face. That X app is a motherfucker. Yes. And it, it's weird because of the way they manipulate you, because it goes, it used to be, all right, I just see people I'm following and the people that, you know, retweet or repost something. But at this point, when you open the app, it starts on basically a for you page. Like mm-hmm. you finna get a lot of traffic of people you you don't really that really fuck with. And so it's like, okay, now I have to intentionally go to my following. It's kind of like how Instagram made that made that switch of, oh yeah, well, we're just not gonna show you shit in order. Like Instagram has the audacity to show me shit from June. That shit is crazy. That shit is wild. When I see something from two days ago, it's just it's like, why? Why? Why and are you, you choosing you this? You make me go out of my way to put this shit in order. That's... <sighs> Slaves to the algorithm. But yeah, I, I, I'm, still, I'm still at that point with Brick Lady where so many theories have come up to the point of okay, enough is enough. 
let's let's still get back to the root of the conversation that we were having. And that is does a man in a situation where a stranger is being attacked, does that man is that man obligated to protect a stranger, woman or child or man? Because I mean that to me, that's the conversation we're having. An able able-bodied man in a situation where he sees somebody getting harmed, is he obligated to help? That's the conversation. What was the conversation that was being had? It went left. And you realize that a lot of people do feel that. Without a doubt, if a woman is being attacked or harmed, a man is obligated to step in and help. Which to me is bizarre. Because of the obvious reason of. What does that man have to lose? I think that's a that's a that's a topic that 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 gets jumped over. Like it's 2023. And as an individual in this country. In this world. I feel like the only things that you're obligated to do are the things that align with your principles. As an individual. And if your principles happen to be, I'm going to mind my business when something doesn't have anything to do with me, then you're not obligated to step in and help somebody getting hit in the head with a brick. I mean, you, you, you live with that decision. But once again, if your principles say, hey, I'm going to stay away from that. I don't know what's going on. Um, I can't fault you for that. I can't be mad at you for that. My sister or not, because I mean... My sister, my mom, it is, yeah, it, it's not your, my family is not your responsibility. No. In 2023, I've accepted that. If this was a hundred years ago where it takes a village mentality was a lot more prevalent, then maybe I'd feel a different way. But because we, this is the year 2023, and because I know how the average human ticks, I mean, somebody getting hit in the head with a brick. And nobody stepping in to help. That doesn't shock me because I've witnessed people get killed on camera and nobody helped them. They just recorded. That was their help. Man, I, I watched the whole somebody like I was going to bed last night and I seen this woman. She just did does this whole basically TikTok deep dive on the video. As she's talking about, you know, if you got hit in the face with a brick, why aren't you bleeding? Why, why, why are you only like, why is there only swelling? Like there's not a, a drop of blood on you. And then it's like, also, if you get hit in the head with a brick, why aren't your clothes dirty? You didn't, you didn't fall down. You didn't just eat that. The brick wasn't dirty. Like he picked up the cleanest brick. Like, so she's just really just breaking down the whole video of everything. And then, you know, she was like, all right, you know, boom, you know, she's shooting this video asking, you know, saying y'all not going to help me. And then they, the people, the men in the background are like, what man, who, who did it? Like, we don't. There's no like, but to me, we've talked about this previously on, on podcasts where we'll say, you know, hey, there's story after story after story after story about a man interjecting into a woman having um, a, an argument or a physical altercation with a man and he ends up getting getting hurt 
or killed and the woman still stays with the man she was she was you know talking to or, or arguing with anyways and then i take it a step further and this might be moving the goalpost but if you came across a across a situation where a woman is is attacking a man and nine times out of ten a man probably isn't putting his hands on a woman. I'm gonna say nine times. Actually, I'm gonna take that down to eight times out of ten because a lot, a lot more women are a lot bolder and a lot more men ain't putting up with that shit these days. If you see that happening, the man is probably just sitting there eating those licks. There aren't any women jumping in and saying, "No, no, girl, get off this man." Or there are no, not any men jumping in and and like, "Oh, she was assaulting him, so I came to his aid." So you're not seeing those things, and. Like we always say, the best bet is to everybody keep their hands to themselves. Definitely. Now, are there men out there that cannot handle rejection and that do wild shit like harm women? 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Have you witnessed it? Uh, I have not personally witnessed it. I've never witnessed it either. I've talked to women that have had had interactions with men where they, they they've rejected and these men have become aggressive. So and I I trust and believe in these women. So I I do believe that it does happen. Also mm -hmm. the you know the the reverse happens where a man rejects a woman and then all of a sudden you know he's he's gay because he doesn't like this woman or anything like this and you know and they become aggressive. Mm -hmm. You know, out of out of hurt from the rejection. So, I mean, being rejected and 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 react and responding in violence is something that happens. Mm -hmm. However, when you see women that get onto the social medias and they say, "Well, you know, my this you'll love this part. My father, who raised me, or my brothers, have always told me, "Hey, don't put yourself in situations where." you could be harmed. And she says, I listen to them because I respect them and I make sure that I avoid those conflicts because I know damn well that I'm not going to be able to beat a man. And mm -hmm. if I stay out of those conflicts, I don't have to rely on somebody to come and help me, to come and save me. I could just, I just avoid the situation. Like even we talked about in the last podcast, you know, Physical conflict is the last thing on my list. It's on the list, but it's the last thing that I want to do. So I would I would hope that a woman's like the last thing I want to do is become physically involved as as far as 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 aggressive aggression towards a man, because nine times out of ten, I'm not going to be able to beat this man. And then the way that the women just prosecuted her, it's like, oh, this is giving pick me. This is, you know, it's like this makes all the sense in the world. You're not Billy Badass. Sit the fuck down somewhere. And it just blows my mind that, you know, you can't tell a woman, hey, you need to calm down. Oh, don't tell me to calm down, this, this, and this. You're putting yourself in the danger zone because you're letting your emotions overtake your logic. Bruh. First, I mean, I just want to say, it's obvious that people out there that can't take rejection, men and women, I know it happens. I do just, I do just find it interesting that it's something I've never witnessed. I mean, we've all witnessed car accidents <laughs> at least once, probably been in one. Um, we've all it's it's a lot of things. It, it, to me, it goes it goes all the way back to COVID even. It's it's so easy for me these days 
to just be skeptical of what people say based off my experiences but i never want to discredit their experiences and i'm like you like you said if a woman that i know because i do know women that have been stalked i know women that have been you know attacked so on and so forth yes i do i was just a situation like that a brick to the face because of rejection and i'm looking at her i'm like let's just be honest here pretty average looking chick nothing really special about her you know what that what type of dude did she come across that was that angry like what type of vibe like it just they try to they try to throw out this word victim blaming because they don't want you asking questions and i'm just curious because i know it's some crazy i've witnessed road rage before and i think road rage is is a weird thing because it's just like why are you so angry right now like we're all trying to get somewhere. We're in a vehicle. We're all trying to get somewhere. And you pulled out a pistol on somebody because they cut you off. Like, that's some wild shit. But, Jay, in your experiences on the road for the last 10 years, have you ever gotten to the point where you want to pull out a pistol? Never mind. No, <laughs> no, no, this is a good question. No, run with it. Run with it. Have you ever got to the point where you were so infuriated by another driver on the road where you wanted to pull out a pistol and shoot them? No. No. And I've and I and I've been in situations where I've I've literally been run off the road <laughs> by people like merging horribly. I've it been was. in uh and, and all I do is I I actually I'm not even a big horn blower. I mean, either. I think but blowing the horn is rude. Yeah, I have I have my little <laughs> loud rage in my car, where I throw my and my road rage. <laughs> my road rage is funny because my voice gets a little high pitched, and I'll be and I was like, "What the fuck are you even doing? Like you don't." <laughs> but I have my little moment inside my car, and that's it. And inevitably, you charge to the game. I charge <laughs> to the game. I take. I charge to the game and take that L. <laughs> Lesson learned, but you're not pulling out your pistol. You're not. I'm not pulling out my pistol. And I'm and I'm I'm, I'm asking this to say I think that you're a, a pretty well mannered guy, pretty normal. And I like to believe that most of the people that we come across on the street are fairly normal. But then you have those exceptions out there. I guess that will hit you in the head with a brick if you tell them that you're not gonna give them their number. I just find that to be bizarre. I do. But I guess it's just as a, as bizarre as somebody shooting at you because you cut them off. I guess those two things are about the same. And 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 like I you know, hey, that person might have been having a bad horrendous day. They might have just been a fucked up per, a member of society. And you know, you could have got hit with a brick. Like I wasn't there to say that it did or didn't happen. Exactly. I was looking exactly. at the context clues, because like I I don't know if it's just me. I can scrape my scrape my skin on basically anything, basically anything. So if I were to get hit with a brick, you would be able to tell. My, I, I would brick, imagine. No, no matter no matter what what my complexion is, you're gonna be able to tell. There's gonna be some unless she just got hit with the smoothest brick ever like there's going to be some scraping some scratching brick. or something like so you it's, know it's, i'm not, I'm, not, I'm not here to discredit or anything 
What's that? Swelling sometimes takes some time too, believe it or not. That's true. And that shit, her shit was not at the fuck up. Um, but yeah, we're, we're not trying to be internet sleuths here. We don't want to quote unquote victim blame. I'm just, I'm, I'm just at a point in modern culture where we'd officially, without a shadow of a doubt, have to be skeptical about every single video we see, whether it's coming from TMZ, whatever mainstream source, TikTok, whatever. Your mind now should automatically go to, I'm questioning that headline. I'm questioning this video because with 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 the advancements in technology and the sh- the shit that people the regular person has access to these days i mean that shit if if they're saying that that was like a prosthetic she put on her face i mean who would be surprised i mean you could probably go on amazon right now and and find some prosthetic shit that looks just like that because the average person has access to all kinds of shit these days. Like I said, I was telling somebody the other day, it's people out there that can literally go to places like Harwin in Houston and get every single piece they need for an iPhone and put their own iPhone together. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's people, it's, it's the capabilities of the average person are through the roof these days. And you just have to question everything. And And also, you know, Despite what she said in that video where she was really just kind of tearing men a new asshole, you don't deserve to get hit in the face with a brick unless you started throwing bricks first. <laughs> you don't you don't deserve to get hit in the face with a brick, but you also don't deserve sympathy either. When no. once once people opened up their eyes and realized what type of person she was, people was just like, Well, kind of seems like karma to me because you're looking for help in a place that you despise now because it comes to the point where everybody's looking at her like now look at you yeah that's and that's why it's it's hard for you to tear to tear me down tear me down and tear me down and tear me down and then be like oh but why didn't you help me you don't give a shit about me why do i need to give a shit about you and i mean if she's a local tiktoker that happens to have some notoriety i mean who knows if the person that possibly attacked her wasn't one of her followers. I mean, we don't know her, but we don't know. I don't even know where that took place. But yeah. for the most part, I mean, she could probably be a regular at that spot that she was at. And things, I'm always of the mindset, yes, all it takes is one bad day. But I also believe shit builds up too. Oh, and yeah. that could have, you know, that could have easily been a situation where if you were going to this bar, you've been going to this bar the past year or two, this person that you come across four or five times, it probably took that fifth time and he probably had enough. You probably disrespected one of his friends, probably disrespected him. Who knows? I mean, and once again, as far as we're concerned, it was a lizard person because who was the person that hit her in the head with a brick? Because I'm thinking, if this happened, all these men around here, they may not have helped you, but they might have been like, oh, you know, I can pick that nigga out of a lineup. I mean, I mean is there? there's no street code to that. It's like, no, nah, this wasn't, you know, me turning my eye to a drug deal or something like that. Exactly. I mean, this is a... That it's it's dangerous. And 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 women, women, children, and the elderly are a protected community. 
They are. They are. Which is which is baffling to me when people don't realize that the people that are in that are receiving that protection are weaponizing it as well. They're putting themselves in situations to where like like the uh football player that killed old girl's brother because basically she got mad or some shit. I mean, it's still baffled at the fact that she's in a relationship and she's trying to get her side dude killed. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And then you end up getting your family killed because you know, and and I'm and I'm gonna argue this. Like this this is this is how I know. For the past fifty years, we've been given a narrative that will never add up because out of all the guys I've ever met in my life, and like you just said, women, the elderly, and children are the most protected. Out of all the men I've ever met in my life, I feel like that was just a natural instinct for them to know for a fact that they're going to protect children. And I and I'm gonna I'll die on this hill and say I really find it baffling that I know women that have come across that small faction of men that despise children and don't want to protect them and don't want to be a part of their lives. You have to be either dealing with somebody that is, uh, you have to be dealing with a man that's pretty unhinged, um, not really locked into, you know, his, 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 his true self. Um, and, and I really feel like that's a, that's a, that's a rare guy because, my life experience has shown me that even some of the weakest men I've ever met will step up and be like, hey, man, like that kid needs protection. Oh, that kid yeah. needs some. I got him. You know, like it's just that's just natural. Or just simply getting them out of that bad situation. Straight up, bro. Since since I was young, I've been witnessing that it's always been the men that were willing to be like, hey, you know, I because I've seen I've seen bizarre instances where I know men that were quote unquote not taking care of their kids, but they were coaching. They were doing stuff with other kids. <laughs> yeah. And then you as you get older, you start to wonder, like, man, why, I wonder why that situation was like that. And a lot of times you say, What? Her. I, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. And it's and society is scared to really have that conversation. Because they feel that they're going to take advantage of that good instinct that men have to protect kids to be like, well, he should fight harder. No. Or or you're just automatically labeled a deadbeat. Uh, when, when, you don't remember last time you seen your kids? You don't know the, the name of the third grade teacher? You don't know what clothes? Uh, oh, you you just a deadbeat. Why is he a deadbeat? Did he choose to be a deadbeat? Because niggas is not here choose to be a deadbeat. You get you get you getting into situations where it's like, oh, I I wasn't trying to get this woman pregnant, but I was out here wilding, or she trapped me, or whatever, what have you, and then you end up being a deadbeat and just walking away from your responsibility. But there are so some some occasions where that child is weaponized, and it's like until you do X, Y, and Z of what I want, you're not gonna see your child. I don't like the new woman that you're talking to. You can't see your child. I don't like that you know you choose to hang out with these people. You can't see your child. Like there's so much control that goes into that that and that's the dark side of of the co-parenting. It's like, yeah, that that primary custodian, custodial parent, not custodian, custodial parent, they have a lot of power. And from my understanding, you just can't call the police and say, Oh, it's my time to get my child and she won't let me. 
hey, you got to take that up to the courts. We, we can't go in there and, and physically make that happen. You got to take that up with the courts. And who long, who knows how long that's going to take. For us to normalize that in society is sick because I'm going to say it again. You're taking advantage of the man's natural instinct to want to protect the kid. So now you're putting him in a situation where, like you said, you're going to weaponize the children and you're basically gauging how serious he is about being a father. When if you go back to the beginning of the situation to truly unpack it, one, he really didn't like you like that anyway. Two, it was somewhat of a trap situation. And now three, you're putting him in a situation where he has to really look at himself morally and be like, oh, now I got to do the right thing. But it's never questioned whether they, th- the woman did the right thing. And I think that that's a sick part of society because, once again, is like on the topic of abortion, I don't take a stance one way or another because it's not an issue I have to deal with. But um, it with a, with it being so widely accepted and available and basically affordable, you know, it, it amazes me how that option just gets, you know, jumped over just as much as. Why the fuck you ain't taking him type of birth control in 2023? Like, why are you getting pregnant in 2023 with all these contraceptions out there? Like, we've said this multiple times on the show. At some point, we got to look at somebody a little skeptical and be like, hey, like, you were with, did, did that person that you were with, did the words come out of that person's mouth that they wanted to have a kid? Did that person give you any type of father qualities, so on and so forth? Immediately, it's deflection. Well, you know, he 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 put it in her. Hey, it takes two to tango. <laughs> he put it in her, and she left it in her. What are you doing and to protect and, the treasure chest? And even in and amongst both parties, it's like, why, <laughs> why, why do you think this child is gonna a keep y'all together? B build the bond stronger. Like if 20, it's already 23. if it's already on on a rope. A new liability is not going to make it stronger. In 2023, bro, millennials, Gen Z, we've seen the ramifications of a fatherless society. We've seen the ram. We've seen what ha- We see the consequences of fatherless communities. But here we are, with ten times the amount of contraceptions that our forefathers had. Doing the same shit. What the fuck? I, I told you this, and I told Keith this, and I, I'll tell the listening audience this. If I wanted to, I could probably be married by the end of the month. I could probably be expecting a child even sooner if I wanted to. But what is the point? Just to say that I, I did it, just to just to catch up, just to just to be, you know, in lockstep with my quote unquote peers. Why? Why? Playing this meaningless competition between your peers is a dangerous non-game. Like nobody should be playing you should, this game. You, should, you out here being the Lulu trying to trying to keep up with people who don't give a shit about you. And 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 it's people you don't give a shit about you that you're taking advice from that really don't give a shit about you. But it's like, hey, you know, um, this person came to me for some advice. I got to come through in the clutch, and you know, whenever. You know, it doesn't go the right way. I'm just gonna have to say, hey, it is what it is. Charge it to the game. Take that L. With a child in the picture, do you know how 
That is fucking evil. That's what blows my that's what blows my mind, though. Like you're out here playing games with somebody's life. With somebody's life, bro. You're using them as a bargaining chip. You might as well be holding a gun to their head and use them as a human shield. This motherfucker, this child is going to suffer. That you know, uh, kid. Obviously, these kids they make it out. A lot of them do, but at what cost? <laughs> because if everything, if if people just paid attention to the past. Refuse to re- repeat the mistakes of the past, or actually disciplined enough to be like, you know what, I'm gonna follow rules. <laughs> we be in a lot better place. And it's not even it is, it's not even follow the rules that man made. Just embrace your moral compass, because I think a lot of people just cut that shit off. They do. You know what? They I do. I know this is wrong, and I know this is isn't isn't probably the best course of action. But hit the off switch. And then when you cut that shit back on, you kind of look back and be like, ah, ah, that. that. That's, and I mean, that's to, the, depends on what the type faith of, is in your patience. The faith is in your patience. If you don't have patience, you don't have faith. That's real. And I, and I think, I think it's a lot of people out there that think they have patience and they really don't. They're just using a lot of copes. To, to pretend that they have patience, but in re, but in actuality, they're fighting demons mm. daily. That's why that's why I feel that's why I respect people, and I'm gonna keep saying it, that's why I respect people that just kind of have that that natural. Um, I hate the word unapologetic, but um, they just have that natural energy of you know I, I am who I am, you know, and it's it does nothing seems forced. You know, like sometimes I come across people that don't curse and I can tell how easy it is for some people and then I can tell how hard yeah. it is for others. You know, like I'm talking to somebody that doesn't curse. It's just it's just so natural for them to just have a conversation. They're not cursing. It's like, oh, OK, but then I'm telling you, you talk to the other person that doesn't curse and you could tell like it's a constant battle. They constantly got to check themselves. And in that moment, I'm kind of like, that ain't really who you are. Because yeah. after so long, it should just be- become, it's like going to the gym. It's like riding a bike. It's like driving a car. After doing it for so long, it's just natural. Thing. It's just it's just certain instincts kick in. You don't even really need reminders anymore. You know when to put the signal light on. You know when to hit the brake. You know, you, you know it, all, all that stuff just comes. But when a person is 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 not really in tune with their disciplined self, you could just see that when they're doing things like that, it's not, like I said, it's not natural. It's just, it just seems forced. That's why I feel like a lot of people are so fake. And and, and social media drives that, that fakeness because like I say all the time, I think people out here that have three and four personalities and they really, they don't even, I mean, between those three or four personalities, you can see the middle ground in those personalities because everything's going to return to center. It always does. It always does. Everything's whatever whatever facade you put out there, you're you're eventually gonna level out. You exactly. might not you might only level out in private and not in public, but you're gonna level out. And and that and that's key to me because so many people don't value 
their private self. And that's why everything that's public seems so forced. Because at the end of the day, a lot of the shit that you're doing publicly, you shouldn't be doing anyway because it's nobody's fucking business. But because we live in this clout demon era, everybody wants to flex. Everybody wants to shine. Everybody wants to be seen because the world is just big fucking stage now. And it's really sad because I think, and I've said, obviously I've said this before, that's one of the main drivers of the poor mental health that we're seeing among society these days. What is this today? World Mental Health Day? I think I got that notification. Yeah. Wow. You get you get you get those kind of notifications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what they're gonna do for 9/11. Is it? Do they do Happy 9/11? They can't do the Happy 9/11. Excuse me. <laughs> they always talk about remembering some shit. What do they do for 9/11 now? I hope they. I hope they don't say Happy 9/11. <laughs> Good Lord. Jesus. Hey. They say happy Memorial Day, don't they? <sighs> exactly. <laughs> Damn. Bro, happy 9-11 is wild. <laughs> hey, happy Memorial Day is wild. Well, goes back to charging to the game. We say and do things that make absolutely no sense. But it's just a part of common culture. But no, I, I know they don't say happy 9-11. I hope they don't. But I'm really telling I'm tired of them saying remember 9-11. I don't want to remember 9-11, personally. I, I mean, I, re- I remember where I was at when I, when I got the news. I do, too. I, that, that's, they literally, in the class I was taking, they're saying that when not, because when they, when they um, construct the, uh, when they construct the generational labels like Gen Z, Boomer, Greatest Generation, all that. When they construct those, they usually shape them around world events. And that was the defining moment for millennials, 9-11. So most people that identify as millennial, they should be able to say where they were that day. Which is not the case all the time, but realistically, if you call yourself a millennial, you probably know where you were 9-11, 9-11, and you probably kind of felt the energy of 9-11. You should. Good you Lord. should be able to. What? What? I'm, I was trying to look up that and confirm what today's national day is, and there's just a whole list of fucking A whole bunch shit. of bullshit. It's World we Mental got, Health Day. We got Grandparents Day. We have um, Suicide Prevention, Day of the Homeland, Gibraltar National Day, Harvest Moon Festival, Hug Your Hound Day. National Anti-Junk Light Day, National Pet Memorial Day, National TV Dinner Day, St. George K Day, Swap Ideas Day, Top Up Day, Do You Want Me to Keep Going, White Balloon Day, Big Daddy Kane's Birthday, Colin First Birthday, Some Bitch I Don't Know Birthday, Some Dick I Don't Know Birthday, Carl Lagerfeld's Birthday, I know who that is. Another chick I don't know, another guy I don't know, another guy, another chick, another chick, another guy. I do a leap was on there, isn't she? You watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> you watch your fucking mouth. Dua Lipa is a national treasure. I don't even know if she's American, but she's a national treasure. She probably got a day in Houston. It's a, it's a good chance she does. 
Just another person. I have no fucking clue who she is, but she popping out here. That's crazy. I used to send Ash that shit. It'd be random days. I'd be like, look, look what today is. But uh, uh, that that hug a hound day kind of made me laugh. Y'all need to leave them dogs alone. They don't like it because they don't fucking like y'all. I want to see National Hug a Cat Day. <laughs> Say, bro. I meant, I meant to ask you. I think a cat is our unofficial mascot. <laughs> Not only is a cat the unofficial mascot of No Boundaries. Shout out to Joey. Shout out to Puerto Rico Cat. But he's still chilling. He's still chilling. But say, man, that fucking cat video, dog. <laughs> Literally had tears rolling down my eyes. He whipping that hoe too. Bruh. Because I noticed this shit like three weeks ago. I'm like, man, somebody had posted a video of a cat driving. I'm like, where the fuck is this cat going? <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't think nothing of it a couple weeks ago. I was like, okay, this is, you know, this cat is kind of funny. I seen it again like a week later. I'm like, they really, this, this, this cat is really going through some shit. <laughs> and I start really reading the shit. I'm like, hey, the internet is is undefeated with this one. I was like, okay, this motherfucker here is funny. And that's why I just was random. I had random tales. Like, hey, this this top five easily. This cat, that cat is, is that cat is on one. This, this, bruh, the, the traumatic experiences, bruh. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And yet, that cat still hasn't picked up a brick and hit somebody that way. <laughs> Through all the shit that cat has been through. Still ain't pulled a pistol out on anybody in the streets because he got cut off or hit somebody in the face with a brick. I think I think that cat is on the way to pick up that other cat that was at dinner that was getting yelled at by that woman. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go get this nigga. <laughs> gotta save that nigga, dog. No, that cat, that cat that was at that table though, he's an asshole. So. <laughs> See, he really he he, he pulled up. He's like, hey, he's he gonna be like, don't worry about me, I got it. Oh, good. I hit him with that. I thought you said you didn't sleep with her. We didn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clever motherfucker, boy. Hey, man. Hey, man. Finding those loopholes, those shades of gray. Man, he, somebody said something in the group chat about this shit. What did somebody say? What is it? Oh, when, those, when old buddy said uh, something about the, uh, the, the writer's strike. And uh, the dude was like, was it David Fincher that said that? He was like, both sides have legitimate arguments. It was funny because uh, kind of running out of time, but I'm, I want to sort of end on this note. Because anytime I say we're going to end on a note, we still end up going like 17 minutes. But I'm serious this time because I want to give everybody, give you a chance to make sure you check your lineup again because it is football Sunday. Dun, 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 and tomorrow dun, dun, dun. It is, by the time you listen to this, uh, some people are going to be Oh, and one in fantasy. Some people are gonna be one and zero. I'm gonna probably be on one, but this is the happiest on one that I've ever been. And it's just like I told Ed, it's a good thing that Travis Kelsey sat out because you, without a doubt, know that you drafted a wide receiver one in that first round. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But anyways. <laughs> I want a hundred percent forgot what I was <laughs> But no, but no, in all seriousness though. When I think about 
the the shift in non-social media to social media world because going back to class again i didn't preface that we were talking about how um because somebody had a funny question somebody was like what did y'all do before the internet and when i really think about that shift it's the technological transformation i don't know what i was doing like really to kill time because i was never really a video game guy yeah you were so just like, the outside guy. Yeah, but I'm like, but what did what did that entail? Like, because when I sit there and I think about when I sit there and I think about um, screen time, I'm like, what was I doing in comparison to screen time? Then, I mean, yeah, I was outside, but. Was I like what was what was a distraction? Because I feel like screen time and all that shit is equivalent to dis- like distraction. What was distracting us then? I mean, were you a video game guy? I was a video game guy. Oh, okay. But, like but at the same time, it was it got to it it was also like, hey, turn that game off and go outside. It's they so brought it, that up it, too. Yeah. They were like, nowadays it seems like you tell a kid to go outside, it's like a punishment. <laughs> Go touch some grass as a punishment. It's like, especially in the South, because it, it it is a lot hotter now than it was back then. I will, I can say that with one hundred percent certainty. I wouldn't wish the summer we had on anybody. No, this is uncomfortable. But no, that's just a, a random thought I had. Even though it was it was very random, I was just curious because I, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know. I think I walked a lot. But I just really just think it in, in comparison to the magnitude of what social media has become. What did we have then? I just was like, man, I, I don't know. Fucking imaginations. <laughs> that's that's what we had. Because I feel like social media gets a lot of people in trouble. And I just don't remember anything that was consuming our attention to the point of getting us in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can agree, yeah. But now, and I mean, obviously, I brought it up because I'm still thinking about Happy 9/11. But because um, <laughs> I'm just because because like I I know like, even when I was thinking about where I was at, I've been I've been a lot of experiences that kids are having today. When they think about it, 10, 15 years from now, it's gonna be something with their phone. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be something it'll, it'll. with their fucking phone. Oh, you remember when when Apple finally got rid of the green bubbles and you could text Android users the same way you text iPhone users? Man, that was the time. There's going to be something wild like that. Is that really happening? I don't know. I just made that up. Oh, okay, okay. Because that, does, that doesn't bother me. Like, when I'm texting somebody that has a green bubble, I really don't care. I don't, I don't care until you try to send me a video and I can't see it. That's the only time I care. I've, I've, I guess I circumvented that so many times with Instagram and Snapchat, so that doesn't bother me. Just send it to me on there. True. Because I've sent shit to, I've sent shit from iPhone to iPhone to people and the quality was fucked up. 
Yeah, like if you got a bad signal or something, you get that little small ass video and ain't I shit you can do to make it better. Shit. Yes, I hate that shit. It's like if you just happen to send that shit to me when I was wasn't connected to Wi-Fi, it sucks just as much. Yeah. But also if you send somebody like a HD video and they shit is not set up to where it's their settings are HD compatible, it's just gonna look like a shitty video as well. And I, and I also know some people that are like fucking photographers and like actual videographers with their iPhones. It's, it's amazing. My shit looks horrible. I suck with my phone. I suck with my iPhone. I just, I be, I just, iPhone I just be taking pictures like it is yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not using that camera up to its fullest capability. So when you come out with the new iPhone and you're telling me about all these camera upgrades that really don't don't mean that shit means absolutely nothing to me. No. I, you I can mean, shoot I, a movie I, with it with you can shoot a movie with your iPhone. Look <laughs> Unless I'm recording. Look. <sighs> Anyways, you said you were trying to get out of here, so let me stop. Yeah, straight up, man. Yeah, I, I, I got a phone call to make and I, some basketball to play and actually homework to do. So um, on a final note, uh, shout out to Jay. Had the uh, picture of the week. It's a nice shirt you had, man. Nice shirt. Really, really nice shirt. I'm, uh, it was about 100, 150. That's a, that's, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that, that company right there is you gotta be a special to to, to I don't get know that. what you're talking about. Oh, okay, okay. Well, shirt, 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 picture of the week. Got it. You, you should you should use that for the, the cover art for this. Wait till you put that ultimate warrior shirt on though. Ooh, look how that, that came out quick, huh? Got, 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 got. <laughs> cover art. I <laughs> That Ultimate Warrior shirt, it's going to come out at a very special time because the amount of time it took for me to get that shirt, good lord. You would think I didn't know the person that fucking manufactured it. <laughs> I felt like you were waiting for the Ultimate Warrior to come back to life before you got that. Anyways, man. Did you see the Mick Foley documentary they just dropped? No. They just dropped. I just watched the Stone Cold one couple weeks ago that probably was old but i just watched it but we'll talk about that another time we got a conversation we should have had today we didn't have because we were just rambling like we usually do because i know you text me you want to talk about something that we never talked about but anyways man uh there's a time and place for everything yeah yeah for sure for sure i hope everybody is on time not late i see what you did there damn never never on time but always on schedule Anyways, I hope everybody enjoys their their Monday or they're enjoying their Monday by the time they listen to this. If you're listening to it when it's freshly released, I hope everybody has a successful um, fantasy football day, except the person that's playing me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, uh, you got any closing words? No. Well, thank you and you're welcome as always. And with that being said. This has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?